Isaiah 59. This is what the Lord had to say about his people. He said, their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting, and destruction are in their path. Verse 8. The way of peace they know not. How many know that the way, the, the, the way of peace is Jesus Christ? How many know that there is, there is no peace without Jesus? Um, this world is turned upside down. It is chaotic. It is all out of control. And, it's, it, and we know why. It's a world that has denounced Jesus Christ. They have kicked prayer out of the schools. They've thrown the reading of God's word out a long time ago. They don't care about Jesus. They disregard the word of God. And this world is out of control. And there is no peace in this world. Honey, I want you to know if you want peace tonight, you ain't going to find it in a bottle tonight. You're not going to find it in medication. You're not going to find it in relationship. You're going to find it in the power of the Holy Ghost. You're going to find it in Jesus Christ. You're going to find it in the house of God. I, I, I have no interest in wasting my time tonight. I want what God has for me tonight. And I made up in my mind that I'm going to do everything to obtain it. And so the way of peace, they know not. Many people think that they know, they know what, they know what it means to have peace and how to obtain peace. But then he said, they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. There are a lot of people that have taken the crooked path. Whosoever go therein shall not know peace. And so he said, Whoever follows the path of those that have made crooked paths for themselves, those that are, um, they're all about the iniquity and things of this life, things that do, does not pertain to God and to the word of God. He says anybody that follows them, they will not know peace. Honey, I, wanna, I want some peace in my life tonight. I made up in my mind, I want some peace tonight. I'm sorry, I'm not following the world tonight. The world don't know what it means to have real peace. The world don't know what it means to have happiness and joy. I'm sorry, I'm not doing what the co-workers are doing. I have an interest in having peace. I have an interest in being right with God. I have an interest in being in line with the word of God. I have an interest in knowing his ways. I want to know him. I want to know him. I want to know what it means to have peace. And what it means to have peace, it means to be in relationship with Jesus. That's the only way you're going to get it. He is the Prince of Peace. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 5. Beginning at verse 3. O oh Lord, are not thine eyes upon the truth? Thou hast stricken them, but they have not grieved. Thou hast consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than a rock. They have refused to return. You know, God tries to get a hold of people. God tries to reach people. God tries to correct people on things. A lot of times, through preaching, through the word of God, correction will come. But you'll find out that people are so stubborn 
and they're so hard-headed that you can see on some people's facial expressions that they are just so hard, that their heart is hardened towards the things of God, towards the word of God. The, in one place he said, talked about them being stout-hearted. Um, they're just so hard. They, 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 they won't allow the word of God to penetrate and get in so that God can work in their lives. Um, the writer also talked about being tenderhearted. If there's anything that I want to be, I want to be tenderhearted tonight. I want the word of God to have an effect on me. I don't want to just sit in church and pass time and waste time. I want God's word to have an effect on me. I come to find out that without God, I am lost. I am a wretch. I am miserable. I have no hope at all. Honey, I need Jesus Christ. I need to be in relationship with him. I need to know his ways. I need to know the right way. Verse 4. Therefore, I said, surely these are poor. They are foolish, for they know not the way of the Lord, nor the judgment of their God. And so, it is very clear that people that, that sit and they hear as God is reaching, God is trying to get a hold of them. God is trying to get them to, to return, pretty much to return to him. God is trying to get people to turn their hearts back to him. Turn away from the world. Turn unto God. Okay? God. He said in one place, he said that, he talked about them that they should know that he is the Lord and that he is their savior. I've come to find out that there is no one else that can save me. There is no one else that can deliver me. There is no one else that can speak life into my life. There is no one else that can deliver me from depression. There is no one else that can deliver me from, the, the, from my past haunting me and troubling my mind. The only one that can save me from that is Jesus Christ. There is no other Savior. He is the only Savior. He is the only one that has the answer. He is the only one that can meet the need. He is the only one, and I want to know him. I want to know that he is my Savior. I want to know that he is Lord. When people don't know that, they search all over for answers. People that go to psychiatrists, and I'm not knocking any of these things. It, it, it helps to a certain extent, but honey, if you want to get rid of that thing, you need to come to the doctor Jesus. You need to let Dr. Jesus lay his hands on you. You need to let Dr. Jesus deliver you of that unclean spirit that is troubling your mind. You need to let Dr. Jesus fill you with the power of the Holy Ghost. And you'll leave here rejoicing. You'll leave with your hands in the air. You'll leave with a praise on your lips. When Jesus touches you, when Jesus is finished with you, you can be seated. And so... He said, in their reaction, they're, they're refusing to return. They're, they're refusing to turn their hearts back to him. He said, surely these are poor. They are foolish, for they know not the way of the Lord, nor the judgment of their God. I want to know the way of, God, of the Lord. I want to know God's ways. 
I want to know what God cares about, and I want to know what God doesn't care about. I want to know his ways. And you know what? I want to love the things that Jesus loves, and I want to hate the things that he hates. You, do you know that there are things that God abhors? You know that there are things that are an abomination to God? And you know, sometimes, it, you know, living in this life, if we're not careful, we can allow this world and, and different things happen in this world to dumb us down and cause us not to be as sharp as we're supposed to be. You know, God, uphold, there are things that the Bible says is an abomination unto the Lord. And you know what? It don't matter how many laws they pass on it. It is still an abomination unto God. People let people think that just because they pass laws on it makes it right. Honey, it is still wrong. And if I know God and if I know his ways, I know that that is wrong. And if it's an abomination to God, it's an abomination to me. I don't want to accept it. I don't want to blend in with it. I don't want to get comfortable with it. I don't want to get used to it because laws are being passed on it. Now, we ain't talking about hating we ain't trying to hate nobody. We're not in the business of hating. But we got to let, if we, know, if we are of God, then we got to stand up for the things that are right. We can't be in the gray. You know what I'm saying? You, so many people want to be in the gray area. Honey, you got to be what you are proclaiming to be. If you're a child of God, you got to stand up and proclaim, that is wrong, that is not right, I will not go for it, I will not get used to it, I will not blend in with it, I will not become comfortable with it. I am a child of God, and I know his ways. I know his ways. I know his ways. I'm going to tell you, it's important that you know him. It's important that you know things about him. Let's stand, Jeremiah. Let's go to chapter 9. Verse 2. Begin at verse 2. All that I had in the wilderness, a lodge and place of wayfaring men, that I might leave my people and go from them, for they be all adulterers. An assembly of treacherous men. Verse 3. And they bend their tongues like their bow for lies, but they are not violent for the truth upon the earth. For they proceed from evil to evil, and they know not me, saith the Lord. And so God is talking about a people. You'll read in the book of Jeremiah, he's talking about his people, and he's talking about how they bend their tongues like their bow for lies. There are people that just love lies. They love to speak lies, and they, 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 they pour their heart into it. They, they, they just love telling lies, and they love hearing lies. They just love all manner of evil, things that are not good, things that are not right. They love it. And he says they're violent. They're violent when it comes down to that, but not for truth. Not for truth. Not for things that are right. Not for things that are, that are true and that are right. 
Okay, he said, for they proceed from evil to evil. They just go from one evil to the next. And in that, he says, and they know not me, saith the Lord. They don't know me. They don't know anything about me. They don't know. You know, the Bible says that there are many. There are those that profess to know God. Everybody, anybody, you probably go on the street, street corners and, and pull random people. And you ask them, do you know God? And everybody will probably say that they know God. Everybody has their opinion on who God is and, and what they, they know. But you know what shows us that people don't know God? It's the same thing that Jesus said. He said their fruits. You would know them by their fruits. And he says many profess to know God, but they deny him. With their works. Their works, the works, the things that they're involved in, things that they say, how they act, how they respond to things, how, how just attitudes, mindsets show that people don't really know God. They don't know nothing about him. I want my lifestyle to show that I know God, that I have some type of relationship with God, that I know him, that I spent some time with him, that we are very acquainted, that I know exactly who God is and I know his ways. I'm not standing here professing that I do. I'm just saying that tonight I have a desire to know more about him, to know him a little bit better than I already do. I want to know Jesus. You know, the only way you're going to know Jesus is that you spend time with him. You got to just spend some time with him. How do we spend time with him? Well, honey, when you fall down on your knees and you begin to cry out to him in prayer, that is spending some time and getting to know Jesus. When you open up that word, you're finding out who he is. You're getting to know him. I want to spend some quality time with Jesus. I don't want to spend time doing everything else. And then I, I want to give Jesus the last little bit. I want to give him everything that I have. All of my heart, all of my mind, all of my soul, all of my strength. I want to know him. I want to know him. I don't want to pretend like I know him. I really want to know him. I really want to know his ways. Let's stay in chapter 9 and let's go to verse 6. Thy habitation is in the midst of the seat. Through the seat, they refuse to know me, saith the Lord. There are a lot of people that are deceived tonight. And I don't say that in trying to profess that I know everything and that I'm just right. But there are people that have found comfort in deceit, in deception. They are deceived. They are deceived when it comes down to the word of God. They believe one thing, and, but the truth is what they believe is a lie. The truth is that it's not right. There are many people that have made decisions based off of deceit, and they find comfort in it. I want to know the truth tonight. I want to know him. I want to make it up in my mind. I don't want to have anything to do with deceit. I don't want to try to find comfort 
in, in those things. Many people believe that they're on their way to heaven and they've deceived themselves. And you know, it's amazing. You show people, you show them in black and white what the word of God says. And even in some cases in the New Testament, in red. The words of Jesus himself. And people still don't see it. People still refuse it. Or people say, yeah, well, I know it says that, but, you know, I've been doing this for so long, I'm not changing. And it's people that are full of deceit. They, they, They are stuck in deceit as they think and they believe that what they're doing and what they're part of is right. You know? I don't want to think, I said it this morning, I don't want to think that I'm right. I want to know that I'm right when it comes down to my salvation. Let me, let me, let me think that uh, uh, based on everything else in this life. But when it comes to my salvation, I don't want to be scratching my head talking about, well, I think I'm on my way to heaven. No, I want to know that I'm on my way to heaven. I want to know that I'm on the right path that leads to heaven. And you'll find out that there's only one way. And you got to be born of the water and born of the spirit, honey. I want the truth. I want to know him. I want to know his words. I want to know what is required. I want to know Jesus. I want to know. Because I'm going to tell you. If I haven't taken the time get to know him you know what I'm not going to make it to heaven based on somebody else's relationship with God I'm going to get to heaven based on my relationship with him you know have you ever had someone that you uh, maybe you were good friends with okay you and them were good friend, are good friends but maybe they have someone that they're friends with that you pretty much you really are not friends with Okay, um, and so when it comes down to it, you and that person that are good friends, y'all are friends, but they have other friends that you really, you know, you know of them, but you're not really, you don't know them like that. And some people, that's how they go about their walk with God. They get, they think that just because they are, they know people that have what is so to believe a relationship with God, they think that that means that they're going to get in. They, they think that, that they're going to get on those merits. I want you to know the only way that I'm going to get in, the only way those doors are going to be opened up to me, the only way that I'm going to go into those gates of pearls is that I know Jesus for myself. I know who he is. I have spent some time with him. I have talked with him. I have the only way. That's the only way. Because think about what he said. Think about what he said. You'll read in another place in the book of Luke. It talks about the same similar account. And um, they said that we, we sat down, we ate with you and all of these things. And you're going to find out that he, they said that hey, we prophesied in your name. We casted out devils in your name. We've done these works in your name. And listen, they did it in his name. How many know what his name is tonight? How many are settled on that tonight? You know what? I'm settled on that. I know what his name is. I don't care what. I know his name is Jesus tonight. 
And so they did it all in his name. But you know, when it came down to it, even that didn't matter. Only thing that mattered is whether they knew him or not. Whether they had spent some time alone with him. Quality time with him. That means I'm not going to get in on my works. I know that there are things that we're involved in when it comes down to the work of God and ministry and things of that nature. But do you know that those things alone are not going to get you into heaven? It's not. It's not. I can't do enough good things for God to overlook the problem that I have within me, and that is sin. I can't do enough good things. And so they said, we did all of these things in your name. We was all, we, we, we did these works. We casted out devils. We prophesied. We did all of these things in your name. But I'm going to tell you, it's a waste of time if I'm not spending no time with him. If I don't know him, that means on a daily basis, if I'm not praying, it's a waste of time. It don't matter what, it don't matter how good I sing, it don't matter how well I play, it don't matter how good I can preach, if I don't know him, I can hang it up. It's a wrap. And so there are a lot of people that are deceived. They think that they can do enough good things. If they can be a part of this, if they can be around this person or that person, then that ensures that they're in good with God. The only thing that ensures that I'm in good with God is whether what my prayer life is like. What my alone, am I reading the word and hiding it in my heart? Am I? Am I crucifying this flesh and allowing God to lead and guide me every step of the way. That's the only thing that's going to matter. You'll read where he talked to a church in, in the book of Revelations. And the Bible says that this church, he commended them for the things that they had done. Um, they, were, they, were, they had contended, they was contending for the faith. Um, they had made up in their minds who those that were pretending and acting that they was apostles. They said, he said that you have, you know, you've taken care of all of that. They was, they was doing all types of things for the ministry and, and laboring for the kingdom of God. But he said, but do you know he still found fault with them? He said, because you have left your first love. You've left your first love. You've You've left. Your relationship, your walk is not how it was before. He said, go back and do thy first works. He said, go. Repent. Do the first works. Do those things. He said, lest I come and I remove your candlestick out of this place. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter how much I do. Now I'm saying now here, listen now. Don't take, don't get me wrong. It's a good thing to be involved in the work of God, in the kingdom of God. We promote it. We'll continue to promote it. But understand that alone is not going to get me into heaven. I got to know Jesus. I got to know Him. You know, I can't choose, pick and choose how I want to know Jesus. A lot of people, they pick and choose how 
They want to know him. Paul said it like this. He said, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering. That resurrection thing, we love it. We love that thing. We love the feel of the power of the Holy Ghost. We love um, when we're walking and we got power to overcome every, every devil that will come against us. We got power to triumph over it and, and every power in a situation that we come into the house of the Lord and we feel what we feel. We feel that holy, the, the spirit of God and, and we're lifted up. We're made to sit in heavenly places. We love those kind, that kind of thing. But do you know not too many people want to know him in the fellowship of his suffering? Not too many people want to suffer. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I have no interest in suffering. I have no interest in hardship. I have no interest in, in pain and agony and, 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 and things that would cause you to possibly stress out. And, and I have no interest in going through that. But you know what? If I'm going to really know him, you can't just know God in, in one aspect and don't know him in another. And so, I got to make it up in my mind that I want to know him entirely. I want to know him entirely. In dealing with hardship and dealing with things, problems and situations that are that pushes us out of our comfort zone, it's designed. Do you know that that is not designed to pull you away from God? Do you know that those situations are designed for you to get to know God even more and to know him better and to experience him in a more deeper level? It's not to pull you away. It's not to destroy you. It's for you to cry out and to, to grab hold of God and seek God even more. And so I want to know him in every way. He said, they're going to come. And they're going to say all of these matter things. Let us stand tonight. They're going to say all of these things. They're going to say, we did this in your name. We did that in your name. We did this. He said, but depart from me. He said, I never knew you. I never knew knew you. That means that we didn't have a relationship. We weren't in covenant together. We, 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 there was no time spent getting to know me, getting to know my ways. I've come to find out that we spend time on a whole lot of different things. I'll be the first one to, to raise my hand and say that I do. A whole lot of different things. But if there's anything, I want to know Jesus tonight. I want to know him for myself. I don't want to know him according to what somebody else says. I want to know him for myself. I want to know his ways. I want to know what God likes. I want to know what God, what God hates. Believe it or not, there are things that God hates. There are things that he abhors. There are things that are abomination to God. I need to get acquainted with what those things are. And I need to make it up in my mind that if God doesn't like it, I'm not going to like it. If God is against it, 
I'm against it because guess what? God is right. His word is right. His way is right. And I can't go wrong when I'm on his side. I can't lose. I can't lose. People are selling for a lot of different things. People are compromising on a lot of different things. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, it only shows that people really don't care to know God entirely. It's okay to know, well, they know of God. But I want to know him on a personal level. I want to spend some time with him. I want to I get rid of all the distractions. I want to sit down and I want to spend some quality time with God. I want to get to know him more and more as the days go by. Do you know that God wants to reveal so much to us about him? his ways. I want to let God know that I'm, I'm available. So many people are unavailable. So many people, they got so much going on in their lives and so many things that are happening. I know we got lives. I know we got, got family to take care of, jobs to work, all of these things. But I need to make myself available to God so that God can sit down and help me to know him a little bit better. To know what he wants, to know what he desires. Does anybody want to know him tonight? I want to know him tonight because if I don't, I don't have a chance. I don't have a chance. And if there's anything that I want, I want to make heaven. I want to make heaven. I want to make heaven. Every day that I wake, I want to, I want to get down. I want to spend some time with him. Whether it's reading of the word, whether it's in prayer, whatever it is, I want to spend some time with him and let God know that I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know what your plan is. I want to know you better. I know I've been in church for quite some time, but I still want to know you better. I know it's been a long time. I know I've, I've, I've been here for quite some time. A while now, but I want to know you better. I want to know you better. I can't think because I'm doing this and I'm doing that that I automatically got to pass in. No. I got to know him. I got to know what is of him and I got to know what is not of him. Do you know that when you know what is of God and what is not of God, people can't, people can't come along and just tell you anything. They can't come along and shake your faith because you know him. Jesus said, my sheep, they know my voice. And they're not going to another. They're not going to answer to another. They know my voice. They know when they hear something, whether it's of me or not. They can discern that. They, they know whether it's right or whether it's wrong. I want to know Jesus. I want to know what is of him, what is not of him. Let's lift up our hands and let's call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Jesus said, God said that there are people that have not known my way. I do not want that to be said of me. I don't Just want it to be said of me. I want to know that Jesus is the only way. I want to know that he is Lord. He is my Savior. There is no other answer. I can't find 
any other answer anywhere else. I want to know him. I want to know him tonight. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection, but you know what? I got to know him in the fellowship of his suffering as well. I got to know him entirely tonight. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. Call upon the name of the Lord. This altar is open tonight.